telling you, you guys. I don't know what the deal is with the news. If the people only knew, if they only knew he is saving our behinds, right? Oh, and hopefully soon they will. Hopefully soon they will. How are you guys doing? I hope you had a good Christmas and uh, you're ready just to hang out a little bit and talk about some of the cool stuff going on and especially uh, just being in the word and hearing. Um, I'm loving hearing people talk about how they're really um, just loving God's word. Oh, that makes me so happy. And uh, it is, uh, it's not just theoretical, is it? And it's not just uh, book learning. It's very, uh, very much about um, what's going on and also how to keep uh, just in a great spot, just and, and, and hearing from the one who loves us most, right? And the one who, who made us and knows what we need, right? It's just, uh, it's every time you crack open the word, if you'll listen, you'll hear something that really just touches your heart, makes your day, keeps you uh, encouraged and, and very applicable to whatever's going on in the world. It never, never fails. Anyway, so uh, this was really great. I like In The Matrix, if you aren't following him on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, you need to be on Twitter, <laughs> number one. And I, I was a Twitter reject. I really didn't care for Twitter. Just the whole feel of it, it just didn't, I didn't get it. But now I'm like, oh, I finally get it. <laughs> finally, I'm on the Twitter bandwagon. Um, and hopefully soon we will have complete control, you know, patriot control over Twitter and all social media. So we won't have uh, this feeling like it's we're being shadow banned and all of that weird stuff going on. You're like, what is the, why is, you know, that doesn't make sense, some of the things you see um, yeah, or don't see. Anyway, or how they're maybe keeping things from your feed and that kind of stuff. But um, anyway, so if you're not on Twitter, join. <clears throat> Number two, you don't have to post if you don't want to. But most importantly, follow the president at Real Donald Trump. You've got to follow him because he's the, that's where you're going to find out what's going on. Straight from him. I don't want to hear what someone else has to say about him. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and literally, I don't watch I don't watch the mainstream news. I get so much news right here on my laptop, but I do a lot of research because I don't just buy into everything that they say, but uh, that every post, whatever. But um, literally I watched it for like, I'm serious. I was like two minutes maybe. And I was already like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. It's just, yeah. It's so, not, once you, once that's they've been unmasked you see what they're trying to feed people and i'm just i'm a sheep no more so for sheep no more go straight to uh <laughs> donald trump to his to his uh twitter page and this tells you it must be good because they hate it they hate it that makes me happy. Okay. So anyway, In the Matrix did a really good one. And um, it, this is the Q clock. And he's saying on the 1226, which is today, it's uh, matching up with 1101. And it matches up with what's going on. Because uh, by the time you see this, I'm sure you already know that our president uh, just magically appeared in Iraq, right, with, with our troops. And, uh, of course, they were saying, he's not going to do, you know, Okay, now apologize that you said he wasn't going to, you know, meet with the troops. 
we can't tell you everywhere we're going every minute of the day because it's, this is dangerous. It's very dangerous and dangerous for everybody, not just not only for him, but also for everyone involved. So um, I'm going to try to read this if you can see it. POTUS will be well insulated, protected on Air Force One and abroad, specific locations classified. That sounds exactly like what's happening today. He's, he posted this November 1, 2017. They've had these things, you know, you and I may not plan about what we're going to do tomorrow. They plan what they're going to do a, a year in advance. This has been planned, as we know, for many, many, many years. If anyone tells you, oh, Trump got some advice from Obama. No, he did not. He doesn't need any advice from any of these deep state people. He knows exactly what's going on. He knows and he's got it all mapped out and planned out along with uh, you know, the military and different ones that are uh, working with him, all the White House. Anyway, so this was way back in November 1st of, of last year. Um, while these operations are conducted, <coughs> excuse me, due to the nature of the entrenchment, the entrenchment, these people are entrenched. We are in a war. So these people are entrenched. They are in there, dug in, and we're going to have to do some major activity, some major operation to get these people unentrenched or to get them rooted out and they have found every which way in, you know imagine if you had unlimited wealth and you wanted to protect yourself from any type of uh, situation that's what they've done I, anything in the whole wide world right so yeah that's and also just it's like a like a you know a MacGyver you know a, a the the bomb and having to to to, to have take apart this bomb it's very very intricate and these people I'm sure have fail safes and dead man switches and things like that that they could you know, if they don't do certain things on a certain day that this will happen and that you know they've got to you know so anyone who comes and says oh well they need to hurry up and they you know why I mean people are you know upset about the everybody's going to have to just cool their jets. That's <laughs> what they're going to have to do because this has got to be done methodically. We cannot, we only get one shot at this thing and we can't screw it up. We can't put it, everyone's life at risk. And that is why he's done it so slowly. If you start to feel impatient, just, yeah, just imagine nuclear Holocaust. I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord, that you're directing uh, them to do this very, 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 carefully and safely we haven't had you know and even though the the stock market market went down yesterday do not worry about that they're gonna say oh you're gonna see twitter and and um youtube videos go oh the stock market's gonna crash and we're gonna all you know we're not gonna have food don't buy into that that's again another reason why he's going so methodically and carefully through this whole thing oh anyway so it's time to take back our country and to make America great again. Let us salute and pray for the brave men and women in uniform who will undertake this assignment to bring forth peace, unity, and return power to the people. And way back when I was watching, you know, I was a key follower back then, and I remember this and I thought, oh, well, and, and, and in one sense, this was the beginning of the operation. We just didn't know it was gonna take so long, right? And this was right when they were starting, um, uh, what the operation in Saudi Arabia, but now we see that really to really return power to the people. I think that operation is going on 
now. You know, and it's like one step at a time. And yes, they've returned power and then more and more and more. And there's just uh, going to be this mass start awakening and where it's it really just a big leap forward, I think. Anyway, so I think that's what's happening now. So he's uh, said 12, 26, you know, 11, 1. So I love this clue cut. <laughs> this cute clock because uh, it really does help anyway it's <clears throat> our hope that this message reaches enough people to make a meaningful impact we cannot yet telegraph this message through normal methods for reasons i'm sure everyone here can understand following follow the questions from the previous thread and remain calm the primary targets are within dc and remain at the top on both sides they the spillover in the streets will be quickly shut down look for for more false flags stay alert be vigilant and above all please pray so uh, actually this looks like it was from our president 41020 is djt donald j trump for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life love is patient and love is kind um anyway i wanted you to see something about that verse you know i think we we think about it sometimes about eternal life as in in heaven right he's given us eternal life it's it's yes it's that but eternal life is starts the moment you believe eternal life means that you're safe eternal life means that you uh don't have to worry about these these bad guys these creeps right so it's not just for later when we're you know in heaven it's it's also for this Imagine this millennial reign where Christ will rule the earth, you know, where we are going to have a place of peace, right? It's eternal life. It's a place of life. It's a place of, of uh, peace and joy. And, uh, and that's what we, you know, it's not just heaven, as he says for us to pray, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that's what we're working toward. I know many of us have lost hope that the world could ever be that, but in the millennial reign, that's what it's going to be. And I do very much believe that's what the sign in the heavens showed that this is the beginning of the millennial reign. And that's why it's so crazy because we're kicking out the beast. If you don't know about that, if there's no way, this is not the beast. There's no way, no way. The beast is the new world order. There's no doubt. If you know anything about end times uh, and, and you're looking for the, you know, the beast to be in the future, there's not going to be another one. Thank God there's not going to be another one. This beast that the Bible talked about, I've got through several videos on my Revelation playlist, it's, it's, a, it's a worldwide financial monster. That's the new world order. That's controlling and causing devastation and wars. That's the new world order. Hello, that's these banksters. That's these very ones that we're dismantling right now. The political structure worldwide. There's no doubt in the world that that's it. So once in Revelation, you recognize this is the new world order. The beast is the new world order. And you realize what's going on, that, that this is being dismantled worldwide with yellow jackets all over the world. You realize this is it. This is it. There is 
no doubt this is it. And so I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to be rejoicing and to be part of what's going on. So I really appreciate him. So Air Force One aircraft spotted over Europe heading east. And actually, I don't even know that they tell right now where he is. This is uh, uh, the 26th in the evening. They haven't told where he is. So who knows? Uh, wherever he is, I'm telling you, I've never seen anyone work so hard. My husband works hard. I will tell you that. He works hard and he's just, he loves to work. He loves to work. He loves to take something. You know, we live in a little, little poor town. We live out in the country and um, this town is poor. He loves to take something that's a mess, a piece of property and turn it into something beautiful. And on a, you know, on a grander scale, that's what uh, President Trump is doing. He's taking America that's a mess and he's turning it into something beautiful. Isn't that great? So each one of us, you know, we feel like we're on the beautification committee, committee, you know, because we're trying to make you know, one street at a time, turning it into a beautiful place. And uh, that's what each one of us is really called to do is to, you know, make uh, you know, one family at a time, touch one family at a time, touch different lives at a time. If you feel discouraged ever, I'm telling you a trick. Listen to this. Go do something nice for someone that they can't pay you back. Just do something nice. Just do, and it will make your day. It will maybe, hopefully it'll bless them, but it'll also bless you. So, and everywhere you go, just see, if, and that's where, you know, I started doing this years ago. I started create, I created a YouTube site about um, how to reach a, reach a life today and how everywhere you go, you can bless someone. So it changes it from being where, oh, I'm standing in this uh, line, you know, at a, at a department store or wherever you are to what can I do to bless the, the, the checkout clerk? What can I do to bless the person beside me? What can I do? You see what I'm saying? It just elevates that your life. It elevates your day. It elevates everything that you do to have a purpose more than just the, the humdrum running errands. Try, let's lift, uh, part of that rising is to lift into a different level of life so that life is happening all the time that we see miracles happening all the time and mostly as you go and to minister and yeah I had some toys I just went to a really poor neighborhood yesterday and uh, boy you wouldn't even believe if you went down there you think you went into a third world country and uh, you know just handing out presents and they were so tickled they were so tickled and it made my my Christmas whereas when I went to see my grandkids I'm telling you the 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 leavings from the Christmas was like a mountain, right? You know. So anyway, it was, uh, and I love, you know, you know, it was it was beautiful to see our our grandchildren have so many things to enjoy, and they they had so much fun. But you know, it's uh, it was it was really nice to be able to to bless some who are are really you know struggling. All right, so yeah, I really appreciate it in the matrix his his post there. <laughs> Y'all know I love Santa Claus of the United States. Have y'all seen this? This just tickled me. Look at this cool cat. Oh, maybe is it not gonna go? Let's see.
tickled me. That tickled me so much. I thought that was great. I wish we could be as cool as that cat. I wish we could be as half as cool as that cat. All right. Now, I was thinking about something I wanted to share with you guys because, okay, raise your hands if you had some stressful conversations with people over the holidays. <laughs> you know, it's just what's difficult. What's difficult, you guys, is where we know some things and and we know this is true and it's just like it's so hard to see people um it's just hard to see when they're either taking vaccines or they're um taking and i'm even going to talk to you about statin drugs it's so hard to you know it's like every conversation you have touches on something that you have learned and that you're like oh Absolutely. And you don't want to make everything into a, you know, conversation about what you've been learning, but like the statin drugs, if y'all don't know about statin drugs, they're so dangerous. Y'all be careful out there, please be careful because some of this stuff is these doctors, I don't trust them. My people live a long time. My people live into their nineties and hopefully in the future we'll live to 300, but my people live a long time because we don't really trust doctors. We just don't. And we're going to, if before we put a pill in our mouths, we're going to check it to make sure it is something that is good for, it's really what we need. And we're not generally going to take a bunch of stuff. Okay. Unless we absolutely, absolutely need to have it. And I think that's one of the things that is, that people have done is they, uh oh, I'm in the way, but they, that they've just trusted people with their lives. And I don't even want to start y'all. I just had a friend die of cancer and I, I just don't trust what the doctors, every time she went over there, she just got poorer. She, she gave him a bunch of money and she got sicker. So y'all just pray, ask the Lord to guide you on what to do and research, be your own advocate, please. I'm just, please. Okay. Um, so I was reading there. I wanted you to see this. Um, some of these statin drugs, these are all these ones to keep your blood pressure down. They cause diabetes. Yeah. You know, just, just be careful. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, whatever, be a doctor, but oh, look at this. Just one thing. One in four Americans over the age of 45 are now taking a statin drug. And I actually have someone in my world who's, who's young. I'm like, are you kidding me? Despite the fact that there are over 900 studies proving their adverse effects, which run the gamut from muscle problems to diabetes and increased cancer risk. Listen, one more thing. Statin drugs deplete your body of CoQ10, which can have devastating results. So I would just encourage you, if you are on a statin drug, oh, it, it even says this, if you're taking statin drugs without taking CoQ10, your health is at serious risk. And they don't even tell you that. They just give you this stuff, pop this pill, because big pharma's making big sacks of money. And I'm not this is not what this whole big thing is about. But anyway, research this. I'll put this link below if you want to research here. There's just so many other things to research for your health. It's your life and you don't have to, just because that person's got a, a degree and a white lab coat does not mean that they know what's best for you. And so research for yourself and for your family. And anyway, but that's, I didn't mean to get off on that, but that's the whole thing. It's, it's like, you're like, okay, I want to, I want to tell you this. And it's so hard because you can't always tell someone it, it, they may not even want to hear it. Okay. They may not want to hear about it. So here's a passage that'll help you and me. First of all, pray, 
and just pray and say, Lord, whatever weapon that, that big pharma has, has, uh, has intended for them, let it not prosper. Let it not prosper. Whatever weapon they've um, for, uh, uh, intended for me or from, you know, my family or whoever, Lord, please don't let it prosper. Okay. So this is some um, first Thessalonians five. Um, so look at ch verse, uh, I guess 13, uh, live peaceably with each other. <laughs> That's not always easy, especially when, uh, gosh, everybody, there's so many different opinions and then, and someone might say something, oh my goodness, they, that they've heard on the news and we know, and because of what we've been following, we know what's really, truly going on. It is just not easy. I'm just feeling that this is what you probably experienced over Christmas, maybe a bunch of you. So just hang in there. I'm just waiting and hoping and praying for the day to come soon when a lot of this is going to come out and we're not going to have this, uh, this confusion. So, and this, uh, and he, he talks about unity, that there'll be unity restored. And I think it will be because so much of this deception, not only in po politics, but in medicine and about education and about all these things will be, it'll be clarified. It'll be, the truth will come out about all these things. And there'll be a wake-up call and people will stop, you know, poisoning themselves with this stuff. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. <laughs> Interesting, Lil. Yeah, because there are some who just want to just use others, right? Or encourage those who are timid. Take, care, take tender care of those who are weak and be patient with everyone. And I, whenever I think about being patient, I think of our Lord Jesus on the cross. He's up there, y'all. He's got nails through his feet, through his, you know, through his hands. He's been beaten to a pulp. He's hanging on a cross. And he says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, that just knocks you out. This is what our Lord Jesus said. So if you can in your heart and mind understand that this person does not know what they're doing. It takes the anger away and that there's a, and I'm going to talk about this veil and there's, you know, so, and you're like, well, then they should get with the program and get to know what they're doing. I want you to realize that you are understanding things and you are searching for truth. And this is the blessing of God on you. I want you to understand that I want me to understand this is not because we're smarter than somebody else or this is the blessing of God. And I'm just so thankful that we're awake, even though sometimes it's like, can I go back and take the blue pill? Right. <laughs> but I'm just really thankful that we're awake. And so we have to be patient with those who are, who are still asleep, you know, and they don't even really want to wake up. They don't really want to take the red pill. And they just want to trust these doctors and trust the politicians and trust, you know, and believe what they, what they hear on the news. And it's really frustrating. Okay. So just recognize they don't know what they're doing. They don't, they don't. And, and, and we know that because that's what happened has happened before with us, we didn't really understand what was really going on. So, and then at some point the Holy spirit came and tapped us on the shoulder and said, wakey, wakey. <laughs> it's time to wake up now. And so now we know. So um, just be patient with everyone and just pray for them, for the Holy Spirit to tap, 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 right? And uh, for them to wake up so that they, you know, it's all God's timing for every person. I want you to understand God 
is he is able to have the whole world, but he, he knows each one, each one individually. And he is, he is going to do, you know, go to each one individually in his own time and, and specifically in answer to our prayers. So I'll see that no one pays back evil for evil, always trying to do good to each other and to all people. And that will help them and it will help you and it will help our whole society. So, you know, do good and just ask the Lord, what exactly does that mean? What, what good, what do you want me to do every day, every day? I want you to wake up and I'm, I'm, this is what I do every day. Okay. Lord, what do you want me to do today? What is your thing for me today? Right. And generally, let me just tell you, if, if you are doing his will, you'll be much happier doing his will. And yes, you may already have in your schedule. Okay. I've got to go to work and I've got to pick up the kids and I've got to help with homework and I've got to bathe the kids and whatever it is, all the things that you have to do. Okay. Within that, within that framework, Lord, use me this day, use this day for your glory. Use me however you see fit so that I can honor you and to bless someone else in this day. And it will really, it'll bless them. It'll bless you too. Always be joyful. And joy is about keeping your faith, your eyes on him, your faith in, in place and saying, Lord, I trust you. Absolutely trust you. And that fills your heart with joy and giving thanks for everything. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I think I, excuse me, I think I told you guys where the Lord Jesus said, uh, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes, for so it seemed good in your sight. So he, he was thankful, even when people were <laughs> idiots, right? I'm just saying, when they were just ignorant, okay? He was even thankful. He says, it seemed good in your sight. It seemed good in your sight. Let's just keep our trust in the Lord in everything. It, that's, that's your will, Lord, and I trust you. If you have to say it a thousand times, Twilight Paris used to have a song. It's called, I, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. Um, anyway, do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not scoff at prophecies. Prophecies, and I, and I look at that more as in someone uh, explaining God's word and, 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 and opening a, it up. And maybe it's something that you have never really thought of or considered before, but, but don't scoff at it. Say, okay, Lord, teach me. Is this the truth? I want to understand. And I, I'm, I'm wanting you to, to, uh, to teach it, teach me. Okay. Um, but test everything that is said. Do you see it? So it's talking about explaining God's word, explaining the truth, explaining, it could even be just about the truth about politics or the truth about what we've been taught in school or the truth about medicine or whatever it is and say, Lord, I'm not going to scoff at when someone's trying to help me with my health. I think that's what really we would just like for people to do is just say, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to consider these things and to, and to, and to weigh it out instead of just going, I don't want to hear it. And I've got, I believe what I want to believe. And even if it's putting themselves at risk, right? Don't scoff at it. It's, it's for their own good to, to consider maybe the statin drugs are not the best thing to do, you know, to, and if you do to, you know, or the rare case that you have to take it, that you would say, I'm going to really pump up my CoQ10. 
right? Something like that where you go, I want to at least look and not be so prideful that I'm not willing to look. And that's, I think, our big, biggest prayer for people is, Lord, give them the willingness to look and to consider and not to just, you know, trust that the, these people are doing it for their own good, for, for, for our good. Um, test everything that is said, but hold on to what is good. Hold on to what is good. And that's what's so great about the Holy Spirit said he will guide us into all truth. Isn't that wonderful? And stay away from every kind of evil. All right. Isn't that a great passage? Who likes 1 Thessalonians chapter 5? Me. All right. Now, Q had talked about from darkness to light. And I don't know that I really made this clear on the last video, but that makes me think of, you know, this is the, you know, the winter solstice was the darkest day of the year the most dark right as in the, the longest night of the year and so it it makes me think that yes this is the time when they're saying yes it's time for us to to uh to start doing the arrests and i'm hoping that's the case because uh dark to light so we're it's we're moving into this light. It really makes sense to me that that would be at the time, especially with all the other things that are going on. I've heard about this barge. Um, I don't see any proof of that. I hope it's true. They're talking about there was a barge, huge, ugly, massive barge with like looked like cells on it, uh, and and on a, and it was it was going to, to Cuba. So I heard that's what's going on. I'm ready. I. I am all, I'm up for that. If anyone has any proof of that, uh, pop it on here in the comment section. Um, and then Q posted December 6th of last year, um, the 10 days of darkness, when will that be? And he said, shut down. Do you guys remember that? You know, I'm thinking about, it's a really good idea. If you've got you know, a bunch of time on your hands and you know, you're off for the holidays or whatever, you might want to go back and reread these Q posts. I know there's 2000, whatever, but at least now with what we know, I think it, all these things make more sense. I think it's an easier read because we have understand more of it now. Um, as, or especially if you're a new uh, Q follower, you need to go back and, you know, read, uh, go through it. Um, and if you have any questions, I think um, a citizen investigative report is really good. I think she would help with, with some of you know, that, you know, no one has gotten everything right, but uh, she's really good. Um, so uh, he's talking about the 10 days of darkness. That's the shutdown. And so if that's the case, then that started on, uh, on last Friday. So it would be on the new year, January one. Um, and then the president said, let me see, where did I put this? The president said about the shutdown. He said, um, that, that parts of the federal government will stay closed until Democrats agree to put up more walls along the U.S.-Mexico border to deter criminal elements. He said he's open to calling the wall something else as long as it as he ends up with an actual wall. In a Christmas Day appearance in the Oval Office, Trump issued a lengthy defense of his desire for a wall, saying it's the only way to stop drugs and human traffickers from entering the country. In a nod to the political stakes he's facing, Trump said he wants the wall by election time 2020. And we already know that he's got the money, it's already done, he's gonna get it done. Um, and so I think he was really using this for a shutdown, as I said, that's on the other video, uh, a shutdown of the deep state. That's really the shutdown.
Okay. And of course, you and I would be happy to shut down a lot of the different, uh, you know, IRS. Let's shut that one down, right? The promise of a border wall was a central component of Trump's presidential campaign. I can't tell you when the government's going to open. I can tell you it's not going to be until open until we have a wall or a fence, whatever you'd like to call it, Trump said, referring to the Democrats who staunchly oppose walling off the border. Hmm. It's funny because they have all these videos saying that they are, they are up for it, but they can't stop all their, fun, their, their funnel of the trafficking. It's just evil and everybody knows now what's what's not everybody <laughs> not everybody but a lot of people know where you know it's obvious now um i'll call it whatever they want but it's all the same thing he told reporters after participating in a holiday video conference with the representatives with from all five branches of the military stationed in alaska bahrain guam and qatar um trump argued that drug flows and human trafficking can only be stopped by a wall it's not that complicated. It really isn't. And, you know, just like at your house, do you lock your door? Hello, not complicated. You know, we can't do it without a barrier. We can't do it without a wall. The only way you're going to do it is to have a physical barrier, meaning a wall. If you don't have that, then we're just not opening. Very simple. I just, oh my goodness, I just love him. I love the strength he stands. He's a wall. <laughs> He just stands there and he's like, this is what we're going to do. And I'm not moving. I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed. I'm so thankful. I'm just so thankful. You know, let's just stop and just be thankful. You guys, <laughs> we could have had Hillary. Oh, you guys give praise to the Lord. Give praise to the Lord. I'm telling you guys, this is miraculous. And uh, it could have been, you know, these poor people like in, in Russia who had Stalin, these poor people in, in China who had Mao and they were massacred. I'm so thankful that we have, uh, everything's been turned around. It's turned around. We're getting our, our um, freedoms back. We're getting our industry back. We're get, I mean, it's not there yet, but it's, it's turned, the train's turned around and we're going the other way. So many of these people, if you don't know about this, so many of the rhinos, the fake Republicans have been removed. Okay. Like Paul Ryan and so many of these Corker. Oh my goodness. A lot of these Democrats, they're sitting up there fat and sassy. They very like they're being uh, arrested right now when and when the time comes for the the new the new session uh, they're not gonna be there I don't know I'm just I'm just thinking something there's just no way there's no way people are like oh they're gonna take over when this the, the new. there's no way in my mind that he would remove all of the the fake Republicans and let these Democrats come back in uh -uh. no no they are going to be held on account for their actions that, that that's what this dark delight is to be and we're gonna have to have you know other elections and all of that so anyway yeah i just love him i just absolutely love him stalemate over how much to spend and how to spend it caused the partial government shutdown to begin saturday following a lapse in funding for departments and agencies that make up about 25 percent of the government some 800,000 government workers are affected many are on the job but wait but must wait until after the shutdown be paid again. 
uh, Trump claimed that many of these workers have said to me and communicated, stay out until you get the funding for the wall. These federal workers want the wall. They own, the only one that doesn't want the wall are the Democrats. And the question is why? And we know the reason why. It's because of all the trafficking that they do. So anyway, um, I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful. And so he's been, he's been talking about that, that there would be a shutdown. And there wasn't one last year, but there is one this year. And so that would make standard reason that this 10 days of darkness, they've been planning this this whole time, that they would have these, this operation over the Christmas holiday. All right, so let's see. Um, yes, and the market is very volatile. Don't worry. Do not worry. It's okay. It's a-okay. It's going to be fine. Just, just, just sit tight. Okay. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about that in the Federal Reserve. I want you to see this too. I hate to even show her picture, but I want you to see, look at his face. I want you to look at his face. Isn't that a remarkable? He, um, yeah. And I know she despised him and, you know, he, we know that she, we know who she is. I want you to um, see how he has such a poker face. He is able to, um, yeah, I'm actually listening to the, 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 the book. Uh, it's actually an audio book on YouTube, uh, the art of the deal. And, uh, I think it's very, uh, insightful into how he works, uh, situations and that he is, um, he's very, um, he, you know, he doesn't sit there and, uh, you know, I don't like that person. So I'm going to scowl at them. He does not play that. That would be stupid. He plays it really smart and uh, we need to get some of that smartness about us uh, because we, we kind of sometimes, um, you know, he, he, he will talk to people very straight. He will talk to me very, people very honestly. And yeah, he says to, he takes some of the golf from it. Um, anyway, he's just got, <laughs> he's, uh, he's really very uh, sure of himself and uh and 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 is on a beeline for what he is trying to accomplish and uh and he's not going to show his feelings he's not going to reveal how he feels about something because he it's he is on this this trump train to set us free and anything that would prevent that from happening is off the table he's not going to do it if it's, if he has to smile, if I have to put on a smile, that's what I'm going to do. If whatever I have to do so I can meet, I can get to the, the goal of setting our country free and taking care of, you know, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So I want you to, let's learn from, uh, this is amazing. It's really amazing. So, and actually they were talking about him being a harbinger, uh, of, um, of, uh, you know, something in the future. I just don't, I don't know. I think, I think he is the, he is what we've been looking forward to. The Lord is no doubt using him to do mighty, mighty things in our country. Now you probably, if you've been on the YouTube long enough, you probably have seen this cartoon. Um, I'll put a link below. It is a, it's called this federal reserve cartoon. I look at the truth about the federal reserve, fiat currencies and America's history with the world bankers. 
whoever made this did an amazing job. That whole, it's had like millions and millions of views. This is just one of the ones on there. Um, and so it explains what the Federal Reserve is all about. I'm going to show you just a little bit. It's really cute and it makes it really easy to understand. Light of our liberty dims with every passing day. Quickly, take my home. Show him. Wait, show me what? Where are we going? Stallion of Libertad! sides of the war. We must hurry! That's him, the Red Shield Courier! Shoot him! No! I'm not shooting anyone. Damn it, Pop! What? He beat everyone back with the news of the war when he told England that Napoleon won. The Red Shield backers in London pretended that England was doomed and started selling their English stocks. The English went into a selling frenzy to get rid of worthless English money. But the English won, right? Of course they won, but it was a trick by Red Shield. They waited until the stocks plummeted to pennies and then bought England back for nearly nothing. What? I hope that it makes sense. You might want to look at it again or, or just go on and watch that whole video. It is really, really good. It's really cute. It's easy to understand. But basically how these... That's that's basically the crest for the Rothschilds, okay? And how they gobbled up every nation, and they went and um, and you know, they caused all these wars, and they financed the sides of the wars so that they could yeah, you know, pretend like it's with monopoly money, and you take some monopoly money and you get some some these two countries because they they that's their currency that they use this monopoly money. They they use that to uh, so they can buy buy this and that the things that they need, and so they're like, oh well. You, you know, you, they, they cause a war, then people end up dying, which the Rothschilds clearly are going to love. The bloodline is going to love that. And then they just keep putting all this monopoly money out there. They can do that all day long. And then, and then the people are, you know, they, they basically put bankrupt the whole country where they are all their debt slaves. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's, that's that terrible monster, that terrible stranglehold on each of the countries. And so look at this way back in November 11th, 11, 11. 2017. I think he was pointing us to that. This is a, this is the debt slavery that the entire world is in. Look at this. They have a debt. They have a central bank in all of these countries. I'm going to go back the other way. All these countries have Rothschild-owned central banks. They all do, except you want to guess who does not? You want to guess who does not? Let's see if it, it says at the end. Let's see. Let's see. Where was it? With something else it was saying. Oh, yeah. The Fed and the IRS. Fact. The U.S. Federal Reserve is a privately owned company sitting on its very own patch of land immune to the U.S. laws. That right there tells you this is no bueno, right? For them to be outside of the U.S. laws. So privately owned company. It is not our bank our federal bank that's what they make it sound like that but it's not it's an independent group of independent bankers who are that monster i was just showing you right there that are sucking our country dry 
and President Trump knows all about it. He knows all about it. Okay. So um, anyway, our, I'll, I'll go ahead and show you Andrew Jackson. I'm from Tennessee. Yay, go Andrew Jackson. You know, and people don't even realize what an amazing man he was. You're a den of vipers. I intend to rout you out. And by the eternal God, I will rout you out. And if the people only understood the rank injustice of our money and banking system, there would be a revolution by morning. And that's what we finally, finally have that, uh, that we now understand what is going on. And our president understands what's going on. And uh, we are stopping this stranglehold, financial stranglehold over our country so this is all over the world and this is this is what's going to be stopped all these central banks will be stopped so imagine the people at the top these these monsters who the bloodlines well, all this money is flowing to them and then they are able to to just disseminate it out to the media corporations and hollywood and and um and all the political people so they can control everyone and and then they keep all the rest of it for themselves and, ev and everyone else is, is a slave. Imagine if those people are on a barge <laughs> heading to, heading to, um, to uh, Gitmo. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, that would be Christmas. <laughs> I'm so, I know I keep saying what I want for Christmas. I have, I have a long Christmas list, right? Uh, this is uh, this is going to happen, but yeah. So I don't know if you knew that that um, Andrew Jackson stopped the central banks. They he stopped them, and uh, he that was his dying words. I I killed the bank, and he did a great job. But then after he was dead, you know they it just uh, it fell back into this same same thing. So I want you to see that this is what what Q had been talking about way back in. Uh, in November 11th, 2017. So this, this stranglehold, like if you know the, the word, the Bible about the Pharaoh, you know, having all these people that, that, that they would continually, oh, you, you have to be a slave and, you know, yes. Yeah, so you, you, uh, you work and you, you, the money that they would earn, we just put them deeper and deeper into debt. Okay. And they would work themselves just to, they had nothing. And so <laughs> does it sound familiar? So definitely go and check this out. And then um, look at what our president said just the other day. So lately he's really been railing on the fed. This is what he said on uh, Christmas Eve. The only problem with our economy, the our economy has is the fed in other words this federal reserve okay he's talking about that thing right there this thing right here that has the stranglehold because there are 12 people on the board sorry my nose is itching there are 12 people on the board who control the levers of our economy and they are what is uh uh, you know, putting all this interest rates, hiking up the interest rates so that we're, our economy's chugging along and doing well. And then they put it where there's a, this just giant fee from the cost of money. The interest rate goes uh, higher and then it just, it just pulls. It's just, a, it's just someone dragging us down all the time. So he said, um, uh, they don't have a feel for the market. They don't understand necessary trade wars or strong dollars or even democrat shutdowns over borders the fed is like a powerful golfer who can't score who can't score because he has no touch he can't putt you know this is uh, trump is so 
uh, smart in the way he he says these things. You know, the way I would say it is that this these are the monsters. <laughs> That's the way I would do it. I'd be like, no, you guys, don't you get that these are the monsters and they're evil and they're you know Satan worshippers. That's what I would say. But he doesn't say it like that. He says it, you know, uh, and they still hate him. But the bottom line is. He's fighting against the Federal Reserve and, and that they don't need to have this kind of control over our economy. And that's what he's, that, that comes through uh, loud and clear. Oh, that they don't understand. Oh, they understand very well. And he knows that they understand very well. They understand all too well because they have been able to do this all over the world and they drain every country dry. Oh, they understand exactly what they're doing. And, uh, but anyway, so he's, he's phrasing in such a way that people go, wait, we got to get rid of these people. If they are causing our economy to, to, to tank all the time, right? When we're, you know, we're doing well. And then all of a sudden the stock market goes down, you know, we need to get rid of them. And so little by little. And so now I want you to see what is actually happening with, uh, with Trump. Let me go back to the top here. This is so important. This is really important. You might be like, I don't really want to know about this. Okay, so they're criticizing him. This was back in uh, this is back in July. There, imagine that they're criticizing Trump. Uh, uh, they're uh, uh, they criticizing Trump for criticizing the Federal Reserve. Okay, President Trump sharply criticizes the Federal Reserve this week, saying interest rate increases are hurting the economy. Okay, so he's been talking about this for a while. The result could be, um, I'm sorry, Trump will have the opportunity to fashion the central bank in the image he would like as he has four vacancies to fill on the board of governors. Woohoo! The result could be a more politicized Fed. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. You know what? We need to have a Fed for the people. Everything for the people, not for these banksters, okay? The international bankers. Um, Donald Trump has multiple reasons as to why he should take control of the Federal Reserve. He will do so because he can and because his broader policies argue that he should do so. The president is anti-overregulating American industry. The Fed is a leader in pushing this stringent regulation on the nation by raising interest rates and stopping the growth in the money supply. It stands in the way of further growth in the American economy. They're constantly, this one stopping us from being able to continue to, to have industry and you know, growth here. They're wanting everything to be in China because they make money on, on what goes into China and having the slave wages. Because here, we're not going to do that. We're not going to have this slave deal here. First, he can. The Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve is required to have seven members. It has three currently. So it's, it's lacking four, okay? Two of the current governors were put into their position by President Trump. So it has three. It sounds like it only had one when he took office. Um, two more have been nominated by the president and are awaiting confirmation by the Senate. Okay, so January 3rd, when our Senate takes over, we can get those two more in there, okay? So it has three, two of which were put in by President Trump. Now we're going to have two more once the Senate goes in. And I think that'll go pretty quickly. So we'll have five. After these two are put on the Fed's board, the president will then nominate two more to follow them. In essence, it is possible that six of the seven board members will be put in place by Trump. 
this is the ace in the hole. As as Q said, that's we needed the Senate. That we got what we needed. That's what we needed. The Federal Open Market Committee has 12 members and sets of nation, the nation's and sets the nation's monetary policy. Seven of the 12 are member are members of the Board of Governors. Five additional are Federal Reserve District Bank presidents. So you've got um, within there, you've got all these federal banks. Five additional are Federal Reserve District Bank presidents. Other than the head of the federal bank in New York, who was nominated by the president, the other four can only take their positions as district bank presidents if the board in Washington agrees to their hiring. One of these, the federal bank President in Minneapolis, Neil Kashkari, is already is already arguing for no further rate increases. Yay, yay! So when this all happens, when the, you know this it happens fairly quickly, you know the third of January, then and then these the, these people get voted in, then it people it's you know going to be a wake up call. People, are like, oh, okay, now we got we understand what's going on because most people don't know about this stuff. Second regulation. Following the passage of the Dodd-Frank Act in July 2010, the Fed was given enormous power to regulate the banking industry. I worked for a bank and it's very, very evil what they did, okay? These big guys did to the, to the banking industry. It moved quickly to implement some of these rules. The Fed set up a system that would penalize banks that failed to obey its new rules. I'm telling you, these people are authoritarian to the max. These rules included setting limits as to how big an individual bank could get to be, okay? You could just have a certain li limit. How much the money the banks had to invest in federal funds and treasuries as a percentage of their, percent of their assets. So imagine if you have a company and they're telling you this is what you can, what you can, what, you know, controlling what you can build, what you can create, what you can do. You know, so that's exactly what they did with the banks. Um, which, lo which loans were desirable, which were not, and where the banks had to obtain their funding and many, many more up to and including how much a bank could pay its investors as dividends. I mean, just totally control them. Um, these rules have meaningfully slowed bank investments in the economy, the Volcker rule, and they've had a crippling effect on the bank lending in the housing markets. So they've stymied all of this. No, it's no bueno. All right, so that's all of all, and you know they were like, "Oh, this was, this was necessary." If you remember way back in the day, you know, and the, uh, the the housing market bubble and all of that, they created that so then they could get these banking regulations in in stymie. I mean, they've just completely used all of these things against us and and controlled all these things to harm our economy, harm our families, harm, uh, you know. The, the ability for us to, to have homes. You know how it is. You go to try to get a loan for a, a, a home. I mean, it is not at all an easy operation, you know, and it's, uh, it's no bueno. Anyway, thus of all the government agencies, the Fed, the Fed has been possibly the most restrictive. The press has already moved to correct these excesses by putting in place a new Fed governor to regulate the banking industry. All right. Um, third, it's killing in the economic growth, which I already talked about. Okay. It's uh, money supply did not grow at all. The Fed is shrinking its balance sheet. Um, in addition, the Fed has raised interest rates seven times 
since 2015. So they're just making more and more and more. That monster thing I was showing you, they are just squeezing us on every side and making it where, you know, the, our, our little monopoly money, we can't even go and have a house that, that we can provide for our families. You know, it's really, I mean, it's just really from the pits of hell, y'all. It really is. All right. So those are the things about the Federal Reserve. So research that. I think you'll really like this little video. And uh, and and I'll put the link to this one too about, you know, uh, what, what the president knows and what he's working on. And um, I'm just so thankful that he, he knows what's going on. All right. So now to um, the veil. I wanted to bring this up. I mentioned this at the very beginning. This veil is, is um, this is from actually the second Corinthians chapter three. Um, you know, I want you, if you have not taken the time, you know, there's one thing for you to, to study the word and to hear the word and to go to church and all these things. And that's great. But I want you to think about this. Take the time to say, Lord, I want you to speak to me. I don't want to just go to church. I don't want to just read the Bible or hear a message. I want to hear from you. Okay, so that's what is really, really, I want you to think about that when I'm reading this passage, okay? That step, that crossing over that line and having that true living, vital relationship with him. And you're saying, I want to hear from you. I want you to speak to me. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to talk to you and you talk to me and for us to have this open communication going on. And that is really the veil that has to be opened where we know him, where we hear from him, we see him, we feel his presence. Um, look at verse 14. But the people's minds were hardened. And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so that they cannot understand the truth. And this veil cannot be removed, can only be removed by believing in Christ. It's not just a, ma a mental ascent. It's a matter of putting your trust in him. When it talks about believing in him, it's about like, I believe in you. You know, I've I trust in you. I have confidence in you. I know you. Okay. And that's the, that's the thing that once you say, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm shutting the door to anything in the past that I've doing, been doing that is, I know has kept me from feeling close to you. That's what you, that's really what, what the veil is. Okay. I'm walking through this. <laughs> I'm walking through this veil. I'm walking through. And I'm going to come into this new side where I'm going to walk with you. I want you to hear me now. Federal Reserve is great. All this other stuff I've talked about is great. Most important thing is you walk through that veil. Don't wait. Life is on the other side of that veil. Please. I, you know, statin drugs, no statin drugs, all this. Walk through that veil. Walk through. Okay, Lord, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm closing it behind me because I know that that's empty. And I'm walking through this into this new place with you. Okay. Do you, does that make sense, guys? It's not about uh, the mentally understanding. It's about knowing him and hearing from him so that you, um, you feel his presence and feel his, 
and the truth that he that he impresses upon your heart okay so that veil can only be removed by by really putting your faith in him and say okay lord i'm going to hold your hand and we're going to walk through this life together and you're going to guide me and you're going to guide me into truth you're going to guide me in everything i need to do and you're gonna you're gonna be my best friend through this whole world no matter whatever happens in this world because i can't i can't keep any people in my in my world i can't i can't do it i would love to have the power over life and death i don't have it i can't but what i can do is i can know the lord jesus is going to be with me forever he says i will never leave you i will never forsake you so he's the one who sticks closer than a brother as the word says even today it says in verse 15 even today when they read moses's writings their hearts are covered with that veil and they don't understand you know how what when you will understand the word and when you will be excited about the word and many of you i'm sure already are but when you really be excited about the word is when you've shut the door to anything that is that you know is not right that keeps you from him the bible says what is whatever is not a faith is sin so shut that door slam it shut lock it <laughs> concrete it over okay and so that you this it just will clear this veil will clear and you'll be able to see clearly and 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 feel light and feel filled with hope and feel joy no matter what's going on okay and uh and just know that he's with you and have confidence in that um i had to move in here all right so let me finish that up um this verse 16 whenever someone turns to the lord that veil is taken away isn't that great i want you to really ask the lord to tell you what that means help you to know what it means to really get that veil taken away and to and to step into this new world with him for the lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the lord is there is freedom isn't that great freedom you know we think of freedom a lot of times in our country which is true we want our, our freedom back we want to get away from this the federal reserve monster but your life you deserve freedom you deserve to live in a free place between you and the lord where you sense that you are forgiven because of the blood of Christ, what he did for you on the cross, that you know that you are loved and that you are at peace with him and everything is cool. And you do whatever you got to do until you know that that's cool. And it's not about doing a bunch of stuff. It's about putting your faith in him, putting your confidence in him and turning away from anything else that maybe has kept you from him. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I want you to, I want you to think about that and really don't let, um, don't let the enemy trick you into staying in um, slavery in bondage don't don't do it so for the lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the lord is there is freedom so all of us who have that, had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the lord we get to see it we get to see his his loveliness, his perfections, his goodness, his, his faithfulness, his courage, his, and we reflect that. We're like, okay, Lord, I want to become just like you. I want to reflect your love and all the things that you are because we are, we're getting to see him. It's not about doing a bunch of things. If you're doing a fun, trying to do a bunch of things to, 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 to be accepted in his sight, you're missing it. 
you're missing it. It's stepping through and saying, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm turn away from any sin. I, I, I know by your blood I'm forgiven and I'm going to walk with you now and just teach me come to <laughs> help me to know you okay so all of us who've had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the lord isn't that great and the lord who is the spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image wow imagine you guys wouldn't it be wonderful when this great awakening happens and this great harvest and all of the world is transformed into his image into his glorious image and uh and it's just a peaceful place wherever you go in the world. Oh, that's, that's, uh, whew, that's going to be wonderful. I want y'all to see this real super quick. I know this video is going to be so long. I'm sorry. I know y'all don't mind. All right. So. I wish I could have been there <laughs> to be at that uh, Christmas celebration with our president. I just love getting to um, almost be with him, even you know, since we have the internet, that we can be with him and singing Christmas songs together with him. So, um, all right. So um, I've got one more thing. It says, um, oh, I want to read this whole thing. Do this because I know this. Uh, I'll probably save this for another video to read. And this will be your homework. Read Second Corinthians chapter four. OK, read Second Corinthians chapter four. I think you'll really, really like it. And I'll, um, I'll I'm going to do that on the next video. But I'll just give you a little snippet. Uh, this is really continuing on what it was talking about in Second Corinthians 3 that I was just reading to you about the veil. Oh, it's so good. I want to read it all. Um, look at this, y'all. Oh, it's so good. Um, verse 7, we have this treasure, this treasure of, of his spirit residing in us, in earthen vessels. These are breakable. Our bodies are breakable. So that the surpassing greatness of the power of God will be, um, will power will be of God and not from ourselves. This is his power working in us, guys. We are afflicted in every way. But not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. We're continually being like, this is killing me. <laughs> I'm dying here because this world is broken and everyone's broken in it and everything's not working right, you know, and, and it's, there's no one seeing your glory. It's like, that. it's killing us. And then we've got our own struggles within ourselves, but the life of Christ is manifested in us. When we, in our weakness, his strength is perfected in us. His strength comes through in us. 
So kind of embrace that you don't have the strength, but his strength in you. I'm going to just pop down real quick to, third, uh, to verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. But though this outer man is decaying, our inner man is being renewed day by day, day by day. I'm so glad you're back here, hearing the word, being encouraged in the word, because this is what builds you up day by day. Of course, it makes sense that it's his word filling us that gives us strength and renews us day by day. Of course, you think we're gonna get on the mainstream news? I don't think so. For this momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, far beyond all comparison. What we are enduring now, for somehow this affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory. Huh. It's an amazing. You don't think of glory having a weight to it, do you? An eternal weight of glory, far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. We are, we know that these things are going to happen. We don't know exactly what's happening right now, but we know that the Lord is going to deliver us from these enemies. We know that. We know that. And we don't know exactly when and how and all the details, but we know it's going to happen. For these things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. His presence with us is what's eternal. The things that give us true joy and life are eternal. So I wanted to share that with you guys. And so I'm going to so go ahead and pray. We're going to scoot out of here because I know it's very long, but I know, I think y'all really had fun. I did. So I thank you, Lord. Thank you that your word is life for us and that uh, even this momentary light affliction is working for us, this eternal weight of glory. We don't know exactly what all that entails, but we, and we don't know when, but we trust that you are, you are faithful to your promise. And, and we're going to see this one day. Our faith will become sight and we will, it will all be worth it. And Lord, we thank you that in the middle of any kind of suffering that we know that even when we're struck down, we're not destroyed. When all these things happen, we're persecuted and all, but we're not forsaken. We know that whatever's happening, that you are with us, even in the toughest moments, even in the most difficult times and things that are, that are so confusing. So Lord, we just give you praise. We thank you. We praise you. We are so ready for your kingdom to come and your will to be done on earth. Please protect all these uh, military men. Cause them to be um, courageous and protected and strong. And uh, don't let the enemy uh, get even one uh, bit of advancement. But, the, but everything will be stopped. All the plans of the enemies will be stopped and that there, that truth and justice will happen and uh, that all the plans that they've made for us will just come absolutely to nothing. We pray you continue to strengthen the White House. We pray for our president. We pray for um, all these ones who are going into office on January 3rd. We pray for... <laughs> all the bad guys to be arrested soon and for all of us uh, to wake up 
everyone to wake up, tap, tap, tap on their shoulder, Lord, and wake them up. Help them to know that you are doing mighty things and for them to not miss it. And so, Lord, wake us all up. And may it be that soon that that um, all these lying lips will be stopped and that they'll not have to hear all this barrage of this continual uh confusion and deception and that all those who are speaking lies will be removed and that those who the, the truth will be coming out in through the all these different airwaves so that we all can walk in this unity and truth in everywhere we pray all these things in your great name jesus amen all right guys love you guys have a great night and i will talk to you later